February 8th, 2023. Grab your paper and pen. It's time for the run sheet. We got wrestling news. So much wrestling news. More wrestling news than you'll ever want to hear in your entire life. I am at Joel Pearl and I am here, as always, with the wrestling gal with Ella J. How are you, Ella? I'm great. I, I must say, we don't have all the wrestling news that you'll want to hear. We keep it pretty contained. There's There's been a lot of wrestling news like this whole entire year, so we'll keep it pretty contained. But yeah, there's been definitely some some big news even just today announced, which we'll talk about. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into some of this stuff. I know it's been a, a relatively quiet few days in the wrestling world for mm-hmm. news, but uh, I don't know. I think some of the stuff that we're going to dig into has uh, some long-term implications and some really funny uh, opportunities for for all of us wrestling fans. Should we dig right into the funnest of them all? Yes, we shall. We're going to go to Detroit. We're going to Ford Field August 5th at SummerSlam. They officially announced it to WWE. Of course, other outlets such as Fightful Select had started with the reporting that it was going to be SummerSlam in Detroit in 2023. They made it official through the Detroit News. My goodness. It's SummerSlam. I was at WrestleMania 23 in Ford Field. I did not stay overnight, and I probably won't for SummerSlam. But I'm excited for SummerSlam in Detroit. Ella, how do you feel about SummerSlam in Detroit? I mean, I, I saw a lot of people. I got the press release just like a bunch of people did. You know, a lot of Twitter was like, Detroit. A lot of people kind of weren't like looking forward to that. I'm, and I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to SummerSlam. I attended last year in Nashville. It was a great time. But upon learning it's kind of in Detroit, it's kind of swayed me away a little bit not gonna lie i still think it'll be a great event but it doesn't look like uh SummerSlam is gonna be in my cards this year i mean would you rather go to madonna she's gonna be at little caesar's arena that weekend i know somebody had said that i i think there's a sporting event too like that same weekend in like the same area people were saying that it's literally gonna be chaos because there's a concert going on there's another sporting event and of course there's SummerSlam. so just gonna be a chaotic weekend in general from what it seems so I think the other sporting event is NASCAR. Yes. And the NASCAR event is supposedly like an hour and a half away. I made the joke too. I was like, all of this stuff is going to be happening in Detroit and like no one is going to stick around because Detroit is Detroit. Sorry if you're from Detroit listening. <laughs> yeah. I know some of you are. I love you all dearly, but at the same time, it's Detroit. Anyway, uh, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited for Detroit to potentially come in, get a lot of revenue from this show and and from NASCAR and from Madonna and from everything coming in that weekend. That's crazy. But you know what else is crazy? The idea of getting a hotel or any accommodations for that weekend. I mean, we're still like, what, six months out at this point. I feel like you'd have to book now, you know, at least your hotel and flight, I would say. Um, but yeah, a lot of people kind of had the same reaction as us. We kind of all let out that that sigh, just that disgruntled sigh. Oh, oh it's in Detroit. You know, so I don't know if how many people it's going to sway away, but I saw a lot of people kind of disappointed <laughs> upon finding out its location this year. 65,000 people fit into Ford Field for this event. Do you think they get 65,000 for this SummerSlam? No, I think no. maybe, clo- <sighs> maybe closer to 40,000. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's going to depend on what your main event is going to be. Yeah, right? oh, no, Absolutely. If, if they decide that after a long hiatus, they're going to run back Cody versus Roman for the WWE, mm. you know, uh, big title. I'm not going to give you the whole spiel, the, the <laughs> undisputed universal championship. Uh, but if they're going to run back Cody and Roman, if Roman takes some time off, maybe that would fill the arena or at least the stadium in Detroit. Mm. We'll see. May- uh, maybe. 
this is one of those times where I can see getting one of those pre-sale packages that include the tickets and the meet and greets and the hotel. That's always the big one, especially with this. Are you serious right now? Are you in, are you in an operating room? I may as well be. My my guest just uh, just flatlined. That's what happened. Oh my goodness, that's not good. Well, hopefully that's. I was going to say something now. Now you made me forget. It was it me or was it that beeping sound that just came out of nowhere? Yeah, oh, fair enough. I hear it elsewhere in this place, so hopefully I don't hear it again. Let's move on. The Good Brothers weren't at the Royal Rumble. Essie mm-hmm. Scoops were talking about this one. I love that this is part of their contract. Ella, talk to me about Good Brothers missing our favorite event, the Royal Rumble. I know. I mean, obviously, the the Good Brothers have been in news. You know, Carl Anderson was at Wrestle Kingdom 17 uh, last month. AJ Styles is unfortunately injured. But Gallows and Anderson are still active. And, of course, the Royal Rumble was just about two weeks ago at this point. Now, crazy, it's already kind of been two weeks. But, of course, it's kind of one of the biggest events of the year with a plethora of talent in there. We saw the Street Profits both in there, but notably absent was the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. And as it turns out, there was a stipulation in their contract, according to Sean Rossap, that he confirmed that allowed them to kind of not be there if they aren't being used. Sean said people were asking why the Good Brothers were not at the Rumble or at Raw the following day. They weren't. In their new deals, they said, if you're not going to use us, we don't want to be there. So they kind of said, with all due respect, we will do our jobs, but we don't want to be there if we're not being used. And basically, WWE said, okay. So they weren't there. Um, I don't believe they were at, were they at this past Raw? Nope. Took that no, week off. I so. No. So they they haven't been in WWE on programming in about two, three weeks now, but obviously they weren't at Raw Raw or the Rumble because they weren't going to be used. And obviously WWE had to keep some of those uh, some of those spots open for some surprises, which ended up being Cody, Edge and Booker T. So those spots got filled pretty quickly. Yeah, I I was a big fan of knowing that. These two guys were smart enough. Anderson and Gallows were smart enough to add this stipulation into their contract because you know what? If I don't need to be there, why should I be there? If I've got a family at home and I can just hang out at home and not worry about the travel, about the craziness, and my tag team partner and my trio is not there, what does it matter? Y'all can fill it. You've got a deeper roster than you've ever had. And I'm a big fan of that. So I think this is pretty good. And do you think more wrestlers will consider putting this stipulation in their contracts moving forward? I think it can definitely be a term of negotiation going forward if people are re-signing. I don't know if you can kind of change it midway through after you've already signed, but I do believe upon re-signing, if people have contracts like coming near their end or maybe people are signing on in the future to return. I think that's definitely going to be a point of contention for them going forward. But it's also, I mean, it's good though, that even though the good brothers were out too, Mia Yim has also been able to branch off. I should say Mi Chin, Mia Yim, whatever they want to call her now. Um, She's been branching off and doing her own thing singles wise. Obviously AJ Styles is, absence has have has impacted that heavily, Um, but it's been good. At least she's been doing her own thing. They've had something for her, you know? Someone who is talking about wanting to be locked down in 2023 is the subject of our next article. And that's Taya Valkyrie. So Taya Valkyrie was talking to Wrestling Inc. about her 2021 NXT run, which didn't go uh, quite as expected. I think a lot of us expected that 
uh, as she was called Frankie Monet, uh, not to be con- not to be confused with Mercedes Monet. Uh, either way, we thought that Taya Valkyrie's character in NXT might go a little further, but we had a little pandemic to have to deal with. Uh, talk to me about Taya Valkyrie. I know we had really big expectations for her in WWE, but she's still absolutely tearing it up everywhere else she's going. Yeah, I mean, she kind of entered NXT in a big way. She basically set her sights on the NXT Women's Champion at that time, that being Raquel Rodriguez. But, you know, she only had like, she only had six matches. She had a title match against Raquel. But then obviously things got cut short after she got that title shot. And she was another casualty of budget cuts at as they put it. And she was kind of recently reflecting on her run. She's not resentful, but more so confused. You know, she came there trying to accomplish a goal. It seemed to start out well. She was pushed to the forefront for a bit, being a contender to Raquel, like we said, but she felt that she got the shitty end of the stick and really wasn't allowed to show what she could do to the fullest. Again, this was also during the pandemic before a WW kind of before and also during when WWE was going through that transition of we're going to start letting fans in, you know, so it was kind of a weird period of time. It wasn't full blown COVID, but it was like an awkward, still Thunderdome experience too. But she said, she's just more confused than anything. You know, she basically uprooted her life. I believe she lived in Hollywood or Los Angeles, California. She had to uproot her life to Florida to NXT where everything is based. And then she had six matches total. She was there for about 11 months, not even. And so just to kind of have that all cut short after moving across the country. And it was just confusing. She said she's not resentful, but it's just one of those things that she said, if it came up in conversation, cool um, about possibly resigning, but she's not going to lose sleep over it and let it interfere with what she loves to do, which is wrestling. And she's definitely been taking her free agency, taking advantage of that. She's been in multiple major promotions, but yeah, she has not been locked down again since. Referring to NXT in 2021 in the pandemic as bizarro land. Yeah. Saying that she couldn't get, you know, a regular connection with fans. And that's true. I mean, that was a really, really tough spot to be in. You debut, nobody's there to cheer you on. Nobody's there to gauge a reaction as to whether or not you're worth holding on to in the quote unquote value era. Um, And that was it. She moved on, but I think she's doing a lot better for herself now than she could have been, you know, sticking around. I would love, again, love to see Taya show up again in WWE. I I would just, I would relish the opportunity. But for someone like me who covers Impact Wrestling Weekly, I really enjoy seeing Taya there too. She's just, she's there with her friends. She's a great wrestler and she's having really, really fun storylines. I think she's having the time of her life too. I mean, yeah, she was number 10. You know, it's crazy for, she was really, I think one of the only people at least on the PWI Women's 150. She was number 10 as a free agent. She was not signed to any major promotion, but it was because of her work in places like NWA, Impact. Obviously, she's now the face of MLW all across the indies. AAA, you know, she's been everywhere, and she she's doing what she loves, like she said. Um, I don't know if WWE return is in her cards, but like she said, she's not going to lose sleep over it. She is riding waves in this free agency. You know, who also isn't uh, losing any sleep these days. (laughs) It's Eddie Eddie Kingston. Kingston. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for those who don't know, Mark Marin hosts a very popular podcast called WTF. And he went to the Los Angeles show at the Kia forum and got to interview a ton of AEW wrestlers. And now he's starting to release that content weekly on his full merits. That's a $5 Patreon thing. Anyway, he had Eddie Kingston. 
and Eddie Kingston is talking about calling MJF a piece of shit and then <laughs> having to get emails from Mega from HR. I mean, like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, then stop telling him to act like a piece of shit. So talk to me about this interview. I don't know if you've, if you've, if you've heard it or not. This is coming from Fightful. Uh, this is just such a fun and interesting look into Eddie Kingston and the way that he'll He'll talk to anyone any way you want it. Yeah, Eddie Kingston does not want to shy away from confrontation or just being blunt with his thoughts. So, I mean, MJF is a notorious heel, you know, on Twitter, in real life, on screen, basically everywhere. And that's kind of been confirmed now by Eddie Kingston. You know, we we think that sometimes the characters that people portray on TV if they're heels isn't necessarily what they are in real life. But Eddie Kingston is kind of begging to differ there. Like you said, he called him a piece of shit. You know, he doesn't really care if he gets told, if he gets in trouble or not. He goes, he he's, uh, he's his persona is kind of the same backstage. He says, not backstage to the boys. Is he good, basically? He's a low life. He said he's a young kid who thinks he knows it all and he doesn't. He goes, F him. I don't give a shit. What are they going to do? Fire me? Okay, I'll work somewhere else and make money. So Eddie Kingston is keeping it real you know it might get him in trouble with AEW, but he doesn't seem to really care <laughs> he then sends out a tweet saying well i guess the podcast deal came out and it's news now that i don't like our world's champion well folks <laughs> he ain't only he ain't the only one i don't like it's simple if you are not a good person and you in my eyes important quote in my eyes and quote no. then go f yourself and then he said i edited this so AEW can retweet it so it feels a little bit like we're going to play a little Eddie Kingston MJF, and that's fine. I would love to see those two square off, uh, especially on the microphone. Is there room for an Eddie Kingston world title matchup versus MJF? What do you think? Um, I think so. I mean, Eddie Kingston's been involved in like the title picture before. Um, they have definitely used some real-life beef to translate into their matches you know we've seen what is the, the stuff with eddie and sammy i believe it was i mean to be fair a lot of people have had an issue with sammy um but we've seen stuff transcended into on screen as well so i think it's possible AEW, i think has used social media to fuel stuff on screen before so why not i think a lot of people at, at least if you're not a casual fan they would understand that i think a lot of people would be behind eddie <laughs> Anyway, after I had to completely derail this uh, podcast, you're not going to hear any of it, but my fire alarm went off. Uh, everyone's fine, so that's the good news. Uh, what are you cooking up in your kitchen, Joel? It's not me. It's Eddie Kingston. He's coming off with all these fire oh, takes. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So we're just we're getting into all, they're getting into me, man. They're getting my entire building just getting lit up because of Eddie Kingston calling MJF of the POS. All right, but I'm actually heated up because I found out today, as we all did that there is a joint New Japan Pro Wrestling and an Impact Wrestling show on March 30th at the Globe Theater in LA. I am so stoked to cover this show. They announced immediately that Speedball Mike Bailey is going to take on Will Ospreay and Impact World Champion Josh Alexander is going to have a match with Kushida. Ella, the show sounds delightful. You know, it's kind of forbidden door. In the past, we used to have a lot of New Japan XROH. We've obviously had New Japan XAEW. Now we're getting Impact Wrestling versus NJPW. So I'm, I mean, first of all, Mike Bailey already has a stacked WrestleMania weekend card. He doesn't um, match that morning. I know. He doesn't 
at Bloodsport against Kota Ibushi. Yeah. And then he's going to go and he's going to have a match with Will Ospreay. Now, talk about a, a, just a dichotomy of styles. I am so excited for Speedball. Now, in this press release, though, too, it, I mean, it tells you some other people who are going to be there, you know, like Impacts. Obviously, we also have Jeff Cobb versus Moose. Uh, they'll have reigning X Division champion Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, which is the Bullet Club. Of course, NJPW will have Rocky Romero, Clark Connors, Kevin Knight, Fred Rosser. But it also makes a little, there's a little line in there that says, plus most of the knockouts. Now, this is leading a lot of people to speculating of, you know, New Japan is growing their women's division. Kyrie at this time of recording is your inaugural and current uh, IWGP women's champion. She has a title match coming up against one Mercedes Money, who a lot of people are now hoping makes it to this event. You know what you do? It's Mercedes Money versus Giselle Shaw. None of this, none of this Mickey James versus Mercedes Money stuff. No title versus title. No best in the world. Let the widow maker make another widow of Mercedes Money. Do you know who you're talking to right now? Oh, yeah, that's why I do it. <laughs> you know what? I saw a lot of people proposing Deanna Perrazzo versus Mercedes Monet as well, though. And also, this is assuming, this is also both assuming that one, Mickey James holds on to her knockouts championship by then. She has the title defense against Masha Slamovich. Mercedes still has a title match versus Kyrie. You know, a lot of it is contingent upon who's champ, who's not. Maybe that doesn't matter, but. A lot of people, even Mickey James, you know, she posted, oh, the possibilities today um, with the cowboy emoji and the pleading face emoji. So seems like she knows something that we don't. Or maybe she's just manifesting. Either way, I'm here for it. Look, I'm not going to lie. Would the match be entertaining? Oh, my God, again. <laughs> I hope you keep that in. I will. Caller. Here we go. It's the slam for me. You, you (laughs) motherfucker. It's the slam for me. Uh, I'm going to keep in the uh, the part where I have to cut myself off and then we're back. (laughs) Well, the good news is no one is burning down today because apparently my my building is not on fire. It was a false alarm. That's a good thing. Yeah. Well, New Japan Impact. I want more than one women's match on the card. I will say that. If you're going to have... Let's say they do Mickey James versus Mercedes Money. That's fine. Sure. What does Kyrie do? Do you bring her over for a match? Does she do something else? What do you what would you want to do with Kyrie? Kyrie and D, it's gotta be. We don't know what her what her contract status is. I mean, sure. we're going to after we've literally after we finish recording, there will be news that drops about Deanna's current contract That's status. That is true. That is true. So Whatever we say now might just mean nothing in a few you minutes. You know but- what? Wait. Okay. Hold on. What do you got? I mean, Masha's right there. Masha has experience in Japan. I'm just saying Kyrie versus Masha would be a banger. What if it's Masha versus Mercedes? I mean, I'm fine with that too. I'm fine with Run. basically any combination. <laughs> maybe it's a tag match. Would it be... Oh, maybe Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde would be cool in a tag match sometime, though, too. 
again. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Mm. I, because it's New Japan and because, like yeah. you said, they want to put more emphasis on their women's division, yeah. there is opportunity to put their women back in the forefront, especially with a stacked knockouts division in Impact. I want to know what they're going to do other than just the one big match that I know we're all excited for and talking about. Mm-hmm. We also don't even know if Mercedes is going to be part of the show. That's true. But I would assume, I mean, this is plus most of the knockouts. I mean, it could just be the knockouts on their own side. With I would assume they have to have at least one women representative from New Japan slash start. So. Maybe they'll do like a, a five on five elimination match. I mean, I'm fine with that. I would be happy just- with that. <laughs> There's more than one. But you know who's not going to be on that card? It's Mandy Rose. Yeah. Mandy Rose says she hasn't. She you hasn't know, you know, right. Joel, never say never right now. People pop up all the time. Never say never. Mandy's too busy making millions on fan time and doing all of her extracurriculars and interviewing with Renee Paquette on the sessions and talking about wanting to do Dancing with the Stars. Is Mandy Rose going to be the next Miz and Jericho? Mm. And Stacey Hubler? Well, didn't Chris Jericho I don't remember how how well he did I know Miz was eliminated around week seven I don't remember how well Jericho did I don't I think Miz did better than Jericho from what I recall I think it was marginally better marginally okay um well Mandy said that she's not the best she says I'm not a great dancer she used to do hip-hop uh modern you know she did she did some dance back in the day but she thinks that some of them were cringe but she's always wanted to do that it's kind of a bucket list thing but she said she's open to many different things including maybe another stint on reality television you know she was on total divas and tough enough so maybe mandy maybe dancing the star dancing with the stars isn't in the future but she is getting married soon you know they're working on the wedding with tino sabatelli uh, so maybe she gets her own reality show. You know, who knows? I, either way, Mandy Rose is making bank. She absolutely is. Jericho, by the way, made it to week six. Yeah. So y'all by one week is <laughs> outdid yeah. him. That's fine. Maybe Mandy will make it to the end. Who knows? Regardless, if she wants to do Dancing with the Stars, she has the time right now to go and learn all those dance steps. And it ain't easy. But uh, I don't know. Mandy has has become or has been quite the entrepreneur throughout her WWE career. And she's found a lot of options and a lot of opportunities coming out of wrestling. And honestly, listen, if you don't have to take a bump, don't take a bump. I mean, yeah, she has her skincare line. She has Demandy's Donuts. She's literally on the the home front page of fan time in there. And so she hasn't ruled out, like you said, a return to wrestling, but she's kind of just enjoying life right now. So one thing you do, you take time off, you heal your wounds, you sit down to relax, and you build your value and you build your your presence and then all of a sudden you get yourself a big money contract i don't know where she would wind up honestly wwe is really the only place where i think manny rose would yeah. come back to i don't see her coming to aw unless she suddenly becomes like this incredible wrestler that is completely undeniable uh other than that though if she comes back to wwe i think a lot of people would be excited but she has a few things she wants to accomplish first and if dancing with the stars is one of them why not that's good exposure I agree. I don't I don't foresee her really going I don't foresee her going on the indies and AEW. I don't think it would be New Japan. I think it would be WWE if she were to return to wrestling. Mandy Rose in Impact Wrestling. There it is. 
I mean, we saw uh, the inspiration go there. It's possible. Um, I would say that was maybe the second most likely choice. I don't foresee her in AEW. But she did say maybe she needs to have a little reunion with Soraya, a.k.a. Paige, and maybe her former mixed match challenge tag partner, Goldust, Dustin Rhodes, maybe. She did tease that, but I don't foresee her going to AEW. I completely forgot that Mandy and Goldust were a mixed match challenge. <laughs> so did I until he mentioned it mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> That's so good. Well, if there's one thing podcasts have taught us is that you don't believe everything you read, or at least <laughs> that's what happens if you're Alexa Bliss. Uh, reports came from PW Insider that she's going to be taking some time off from WWE again uh, after her Royal Rumble match with Bianca Belair, which she lost. And then Alexa Bliss took to Twitter and was like, don't believe everything you read. What are we doing? What? Are, what? what are, why can't Alexa Bliss take time off, Ella? What are we doing here? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know her recent stints where she had to take care of like a medical thing going on. You know, she was gone for a bit to take. Most of her hiatuses have been for injury or to take care of medical things. You know, um, so I don't. I don't know. She obviously hasn't been on TV or programming since the Royal Rumble, so it's possible. I don't know. Something's got to be up, though, because they were just really just starting her turn back to the dark side. It had only been about a month since she really turned on Bianca Belair, right? So that seems a little odd to me that they wouldn't want to capitalize on it. I mean, she did lose, so maybe they want to have people maybe forget or use that loss to fuel Alexa's, like, fury back into the dark side i don't know something's a little off though we don't know but uh according to alexa though she's not taking time off um she said don't believe everything you read unless it comes directly from her so who knows she obviously hasn't been on television though for two weeks now though so who knows remember a few years ago when we were talking about edge making his wwe comeback yes and he, he kept saying no don't believe it unless it comes from me i think we're at that point where Wrestlers have to stop using that as their plausible deniability Mm -hmm. when it comes to any reporting. And I get it. They're trying to either keep that element of surprise or they're trying to refute stories, whatever it is. They have to stop doing the, unless it comes from me, it's not real. Well, we've developed an entire relationship in wrestling where the wrestlers don't trust anybody. Therefore, they're not going to let you know you know, if it's true or false. And this is like their go-to. I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical with Alexa Bliss tweeting out, you know, unless it comes directly from me, it's not real. LOL. Hmm. Trying to be, trying to be diplomatic at the same time. I, I don't know what they're doing with Alexa Bliss. I don't think Alexa Bliss knows what they were doing with Alexa Bliss. So I think there's a lot of that going on too, but that's just yeah, one could, one person's opinion. It could be, uh, it doesn't seem to be storyline dictated as they say, but it's apparently not injury related. We don't really know what's going on, but what we do know is, again, she has not appeared on the Raw or any programming since Royal Rumble, which was, what, 10 days ago at this point? Uh, 11 yep. days ago at this point. So something something's going on. Something's going on, and you know what? That something going on is us at the end of our run sheet. We got it. Ella, we did it. We did it. Now all we have to do is talk about wrestling TV on Saturday when that drops, usually in the early the early hours of the morning. That's when I drop that show. This one shows up in your feeds usually around 5 p.m. on a Wednesday night. So why don't you go ahead and join us here at the Run Sheet Pod 
anywhere you find your Twitter and Instagram, your social stuff. Ella, where can people find you on the internet? I am most active on Twitter at It's Ella J. If you go to the link in my bio, you can find all my links to all my other socials and podcasts and writing all consolidated into one convenient place. Don't forget, every single Saturday, we also do a questions thread. So if you want to get at us, you can do that at the Run Sheet Pod or on our personal Twitters. Yeah, or you or you can text me if you if you have my number like Caden did last week. Yeah, Caden's got to watch product too. Which, anyway, by, the, which by the way, shout out to you, Caden. He agreed with me on my beans take last week. Caden's wrong. No. <laughs> He's very much wrong. Anyway, I am at Joel Pearl. J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you on Saturday for the run sheet. Redux. See ya.